and welcome. You are listening to the Preparedness Breakdown Podcast, a no-nonsense approach to everything preparedness. My name's Terry, and I am your host here on The Breakdown. For those of you that don't know me, I have a background in the fire service where I have worked as a professional career firefighter and paramedic. I have also served a couple years in the military, and I have spent the better part of the last 25 to 30 years learning and prepping in some form or another. I currently own a preparedness supply company, and I serve as an instructor in many disciplines, including firearms and medical training. So with that covered, let's get started with today's episode of The Preparedness Breakdown. Today is Saturday, July 9th, 2022, and this is episode 20 alpha, from farm to pharmacology. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to the Preparedness Breakdown. In today's episode, we're going to talk about some random things, from everyday things that come up on the farm to some other random things like pharmacology concepts and things that most people don't think about. From farm to pharmacology. Over the past few weeks, I have struggled with various things that have come up in everyday life. Some of them have been on the farm. Some of them have dealt with life in general, like dealing with the injuries from the car accident I was in. And then there are some random things that have just come up when I've been thinking about preparedness and getting ready for some minor outings. I thought it might be a good idea, with the thought of keeping this podcast authentic and genuine, to just talk about some of these things in a random episode. No correlation to anything else, just the randomness that life sometimes throws our way. I am sure you can understand and relate to what I am saying here. If you can, I would encourage you to contact us. Send us an email, give us a phone call. Let us know what kind of odd things or random things rather, that you have been experiencing in your prepping journey. We can all learn from each other, and we would love to tap into your experiences and discuss with everyone how we can tackle these obscure and often simple things that we really don't readily think about until we have to. As long as we are on the subject of contacting the show, we would also love to hear from you with comments and suggestions about the kind of topics and content you would like us to discuss here on The Breakdown. We have already covered a general base of prepping topics, but we would really like to get your input on what you are interested in delving into. Okay, let's get to the randomness of the day, shall we? We start with the farm. So I will say farm as a loose term. I live on a small hobby farm, if you will. I have some timber and a field that gets rented out to a local farmer. I also raise some chickens and have been trying my hand at a small garden. Green thumb, I am definitely not but I'm giving it a shot anyway. I have had several setbacks this year and that my first attempt at planting failed due to a storm that came through and overturned all of my seedling trays. So I started all over, reseeded some new trays, and I have had moderate success with the seeds getting started and then hitting a plateau, if you will. I never imagined raising a garden could be so challenging. I have done it in the past and with not near the turmoil that I am having this year. Am I alone? I don't know. You tell me. 
I am grateful, though, because I am learning the hard lessons now when I am not dependent on that garden for survival or as my only food source. And that is the point I'm making here. None of this preparedness stuff is easy. It takes time, effort, money, and energy, and going through the hard knocks to become proficient at it. If you let the frustrations get to you, it is easy to throw in the towel and call it quits. It takes persistence, dedication, and commitment to work through the challenges. And let me tell you, the challenges never come one at a time. Have you ever heard the saying, when it rains, it pours? Yep, well, welcome to my world. Well, that has been my experience over the last few years, to say the least. I imagine that a lot of you have experienced some hardships in the 2020s, for sure. If the gardening challenges were my only farm dilemma, I would be content to deal with it in a more lackadaisical manner. But when you have other things to deal with, your time gets pulled into multiple directions. Livestock, i.e. chickens in my case. They are doing fairly well and producing nicely. I am currently getting around 14 to 16 eggs per day, which is more than enough to suit my needs. The birds, however, are not the problem. Anytime you have livestock, you have to deal with predators. In my case, they come in the form of foxes and raccoons. So in order to deal with the fox problem, I have had to reconfigure the space in which I allow the chickens to free range. And also, I've had to keep a much closer eye on the flock. The raccoons, however, are their own problem entirely. They have been a threat to more than one thing on the farm. Getting into and literally chewing into containers that are kept with food for the farm cat, tearing up newly planted pots, and leaving their berry-stained droppings on the deck not to mention the threat they pose to the chickens. So dealing with these varmints has been a fiasco all in itself. Setting up the live trap and one by one relocating these creatures has been time consuming and an additional task that I could surely do without. But it all comes with the territory. So why do I do it all? Easy, self-sufficiency. To learn how to provide for myself so that if and when the time comes, I am knowledgeable and experienced in these critical survival techniques. Yeah, it can be a pain in the hiney, but much better to gain those skills now. What skills are you currently engaged in learning? If the answer is none or not many, you may consider getting into something and learning now while you still can. Okay, so that was my little segment on the farm. Now, on to the food. At one of the recent gun shows that I set up at, the topic of emergency food came up. You may remember from episode 7 alpha, we introduced the kit collection item of the SOS emergency food ration bars. Yep, these things are a little dense and have a coconut-based flavor to them, but not too bad for an emergency food source if you're needing some calories. And they taste pretty good, all things considered. Anyway, the talk about the food and the taste of the food in an emergency was discussed a little. Now you will hear the hardcore Rambos tell you that you can't cook food because the smell will give away your position. And you just have to eat what's quick and you eat it cold. Well, I agree that there's merit to what they say. And if your situation is one that compromises your security, by all means, do as the Rambos tell you. That is where these SOS emergency food rations come into play. However, if you have the opportunity to cook your meals, even if it is out on the trail, you may want to make sure that it isn't bland. If you're planning on catching your food, in my case, 
preparing one of my fine feathered friends out in the chicken coop, then you will want to have a means to spice things up a little bit. There are several things that work well and are things that you should have as a prepper anyway. A couple of items that never go bad are salt and honey. These two should provide you with some solid flavoring for sure. A couple more, pure vanilla extract, sugar, and maple syrup is good as well that will keep for very long periods of time with proper storage. I like my food to have a little spice and kick, so I end up getting large containers of restaurant grind pepper for the shakers and peppercorns for the table grinders. You can purchase small disposable grinders of both salt and pepper to take with you in your bag or preparedness kit. I have these in mind, so at the very minimum, I can minimally flavor my food and do not have to eat it bland. The last few of these that I will mention are just personal favorites and can add to the enhancement of my cooking cuisine. I do not have a good handle on the shelf life of these, but I would still give them a shot if I had nothing else. But that decision is a personal one and one you will have to make on your own. Those are Tony Shashir's Original Creole Seasoning, Cayenne Pepper Powder, Lowry Seasoning Salt, and my all-time favorite, Weber's Kickin' Chicken. I put that on everything from hash browns to meat on the grill. Now, all of these should be available at your local grocery store or by a quick internet search for the supplier. And now, a word from our sponsor. The Preparedness Breakdown is sponsored by Iowa Preparedness Iowa Supply. Iowa Preparedness Supply provides emergency preparedness supplies, products, items, and training to individuals, families, and groups of all sizes. Any natural or man-made disaster can be difficult to navigate. However, those who plan ahead of time and are prepared have a greater chance overcoming the challenges associated with a long or short-term disaster. Plainly put, failing to plan is planning to fail. That is why Iowa Preparedness Supply wants to get the supplies, equipment, and training you need into your hands at a reasonable and affordable cost. We offer items like solar-powered flashlights, fire starters, emergency medical supplies, essential oils, ballistic armor, smoke grenades, less-than-lethal rubber ball and pepper ball guns, water filters, gas masks, and firearm laser training products, just to name a few. We also offer group training in the areas of communications, security, emergency medical, preparedness, group and team dynamics, and firearms training. You can reach us by visiting our website at www.iowapreparednesssupply.com, by phone at 712-600-4509, or by sending us an email at info at iowapreparednesssupply.com. Okay, so let's get back to our discussion. And that brings us to pharmacology. What is pharmacology? Well, in the not-so-technical terms, it is a study of medicines and how they affect the body. So why would I be talking about pharmacology in a preparedness podcast? Great question. The answer is simple. To help educate you on some basic principles and to help you be better prepared. Recently, I was injured. I was looking at taking some medications for pain relief, muscle relaxation, and to reduce swelling of the injured area. So I was looking at a couple of over-the-counter medications that would help with those things. It occurred to me that some people do not know the correlation between some of the names of the medications 
and the names that they go by. You see, medications have what they call a generic name and a trade name or brand name, if you will. The generic name is the name of the medication itself, the drug, and the brand name or the trade name is usually the name of the company that originally sells and markets it. The most common one I have found is the drug acetaminophen. Most people know this drug as Tylenol. So where acetaminophen is the generic or drug name, the brand name or trade name is Tylenol. Now, most of the generic medications work exactly as their more expensively labeled trade or brand name drugs. If you buy 325 milligram tablets of Tylenol versus 325 milligram tablets of acetaminophen, you are essentially getting the exact same thing without spending the extra money for the name on the label. The same exists with the drug ibuprofen versus the brand name or trade name of Motrin. I heard someone say once that I don't have any Motrin at home, I use Advil. I had to chuckle a little bit because, well you see, Advil is just another brand name or trade name for ibuprofen. So Motrin and Advil are both brand names and they are both the generic drug ibuprofen. When searching for medications, I always look for the generic drug rather than the brand or trade name drug. Here is another one, naproxen, or the brand name of Aleve. Ibuprofen and naproxen, or Motrin Advil and Aleve, are both considered NSAIDs, or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs that work on pain relief, fever reduction, and inflammation reduction, whereas acetaminophen, or Tylenol, is considered an analgesic drug or pain reliever and fever reducer. Because they are different types of drugs, acetaminophen and the NSAIDs can be generally used in conjunction with one another because they work on different parts of the body and are not contradicted for each other. While they can be taken together, I have heard it said that it is best to take the ibuprofen three to four hours after the acetaminophen. I want to be clear that I am not providing any medical advice or suggesting that you take any of these medications. Always consult with your physician and pharmacist before taking anything. Okay, there's my disclaimer. The main thing I am suggesting is that you check the label of the medication for what the, quote, active ingredients, unquote, are. This will tell you a lot about the medication inside the fancy packaging. Remember, that packaging is for the sole and intent purpose of marketing to get you to buy their particular product. Also note that a lot of the medications have several active ingredients. For example, a lot of them have a little bit of acetaminophen in them along with the other things. If you took three medications and they all had acetaminophen in them, you could be coming very close to exceeding the maximum dose without ever taking one single acetaminophen tablet. So let's wrap up this little stint on pharmacology with some main takeaways. Number one. Always check the labels of the medications you're going to buy. Number two, look for the active ingredients. Number three, always look for the generic drug. This will save you money in the long run. And four, educate yourself on how what you're taking works and what it possibly interacts with. You don't need to be a pharmacist, but having some basic guidelines to follow will help you avoid making some mistakes in taking the wrong thing or getting taken at the cash register. And that will bring us to our kit collection segment. In the kit collection segment, we will select and review one or more items of kit or gear that is a good item to have as part of your collection of prepping items or preps.
So when I say kit, I am talking about all of the gear, loadout, clothing, equipment, and preps that you have and will acquire and can use in an incident should one occur. Kit Collection The item we have selected for today's kit collection segment is the K-Bar Tactical Spork. The K-Bar Spork, which is made from food and water approved Gorilla Mod, is equipped with a fork-spoon combo and has a 2.5 inch plastic serrated knife in the handle. The knife is accessed by pulling the spork in opposite directions from each extreme end. Hint, avoid gripping the flat panel area in the middle of the spork. This is actually part of the lock. The tighter you hold on here, the more difficult it will be for you to pull out the knife. The spork is 6.875 inches overall and has a blade length of 2.5 inches. It weighs in at 0.1 pounds and it is made in the USA. The K-Bar Tactile Spork runs just $9.99 and is available on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website at www.iowapreparednesssupply.com. A link to the K-Bar Tactile Spork on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website has been included in the show notes listed below in the episode description. Announcement. We have a couple of announcements this week in reference to some upcoming events that we will be at. Iowa Preparedness Supply will be setting up shop at two gun shows in August on back-to-back weekends. The first will be the weekend of August 12-14 to in Sioux City, Iowa at the Tyson Event Center. And then again the following weekend, August 19-21 to in Council Bluffs, Iowa at the West Fair Fairgrounds. Prior to those shows, we will be taking a little time while we are out enjoying the great outdoors to work on some potential video content for our P38 Club Patreon subscribers. Short training videos teaching you some tricks and skills that you can put into practical application while you are out on your adventures or just in preparation to add to your wealth of preparedness skills. We are still planning to release a great podcast with the gold and silver guru that I talked about in the weeks past, as we are still in the process of arranging the interview. You will not want to miss that one as we will tell you about an awesome way for you to get into sound money. As summer is a busy, busy time, we are reducing the quantity of podcasts temporarily from weekly to bi-weekly so that we can focus on all of the many things that need to be accomplished and to catch up on that which set us back from some of the life events that happened over the past few months. Rest assured, the podcast is going to continue so that we can bring you the information that you need to be better prepared. So today, we covered the things that come up randomly on the farm, we went over some food enhancing items, and we talked a little bit about some common medications and how you can be more informed about what you are getting. We also introduced you to our next kit collection item, the K-Bar Tactical Spork. I hope this was informational for you and that you can apply it to your own situation. All right, that'll wrap it up for episode 20 alpha from farm to pharmacology. Hey, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would encourage you to help us out by doing a couple of things. One, like and follow us. Two, spread the word and tell others what you are getting out of this podcast. Three, participate with us by commenting and discussing this podcast with us and others on Patreon or our Facebook group, helping us to build a community of preparedness-minded people. Four, you can also help us out financially. The simple fact is this, the podcast requires funds to produce it. If the funds are not available, the podcast will not be able to keep going. 
If you are receiving value from the podcast, I would encourage you to help keep this podcast going by making a donation on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website or by joining the P38 Club on our Patreon site. Subscribers will have access to exclusive content and specials when they become available, and you will receive a monthly discount equal to your subscription amount for purchases on the Iowa Preparedness Supply website. That gives you the opportunity to get your subscription fees back while still enjoying exclusive content and access. You will also be included in special access to discussions with myself and have input into future content for the podcast. I really hope you will consider helping us out in these ways. You can find us on Facebook, Bullhorn, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, Listen Notes, and wherever else you listen to your favorite podcast. You can visit our website at thepreparednessbreakdown.com or hear us via the embedded player at iowapreparednesssupply.com. Again, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors about this podcast that's dedicated to preparedness. You can also reach us by sending an email to info at thepreparednessbreakdown.com. You can find links to our websites, Patreon, our contact information, and other show information in the show notes listed below in the episode description. And that will do it for this episode of The Preparedness Breakdown. Until next time, stay vigilant, keep learning, and keep preparing. <laughs>